0: You're listening to Vernacular Podcast.
1: All right, welcome back to Vernacular Podcast. I'm Zach. And
0: I'm Sally. And
1: this is episode five of season six. Uh, we've had some really good episodes this season so far. And yeah. this one is no exception. We're talking to the owner and operator of a combination coffee shop and cocktail bar in rural Michigan. And it's a great conversation. So stick around for that um other than that we'll just have a little i guess banter before we start the interview
0: <laughs> what have we been up to we've been getting ready to move
1: we have so we're going for those of you who are just tuning in we're moving from st louis down to austin texas
0: and we think we have a place to live zach checked out a bunch of rental properties last week always and good to we're have a roof still over your head. waiting to hear yeah so, so hopefully we, by the time this episode comes out we will not be homeless we in will austin. know. <laughs> yeah. And we're crossing off our St. Louis bucket list. St. Louis is
1: a cool city, by the way. If you haven't been here, definitely recommend it. it.
0: And we are trying not to melt in the heat.
1: Midwest heat, not fun. Um, I don't know where the water comes from. I can't figure it out. We're in the middle of America. There's I'm really the,
0: glad to hear that you felt that Austin was less humid than here. It, I mean, I
1: did feel that. I and don't like the humidity. It's also backed up by empirical data because every time right. I look <laughs> at my iPhone app and I check Austin versus where we are now, yeah. it's, always, it's always like 20% more humid here. Yeah. So that's good, yeah. I think. Even though it's hotter in Austin, it seems like it's offset about the humidity.
0: Right, right.
1: So yeah, when I was down there last week trying to find houses, it did feel more bearable. So that's encouraging. That's good. Even though the temperatures we're reaching triple digits
0: yeah
1: yeah i just really don't know where the water comes from here because we're like i said in the middle of the u.s there's the mississippi river but we're not there's no lake effect here um yeah. there's no coastline so i don't I know. know but it's I really humid know. and it's gross and sweltering but <laughs> when it's not the winter time st louis is awesome we've had really good springs yeah. really good what i say? or the winter time or the winter time yeah i guess because <laughs> it's really
0: it. cold too but yeah. there's no snow so yeah. i think we're I guess ready to move on if we're finding all these strikes against him. We are. But
1: it is a really cool city. If you're ever here, the zoo is amazing. We've been to the zoo, would you say, a dozen times?
0: Oh, more than that. 20
1: times? Yeah, so many times. So like on the order of 20 to 30 probably. Yeah. yeah. Love the zoo. Our daughters love the zoo.
0: Yeah, the Children's Museum, the Magic House is great.
1: Since I'm a big baseball fan, I appreciate the Cardinals franchise. Mm -hmm. One of the winningest franchises in MLB history, and they're just – they're normally a class act there are some some exceptions with stuff they've done
0: yeah great coffee great food
1: yeah it's a cool place yeah Uh, lots of food going on sad the hipster effect has definitely taken root in st louis
0: yeah that's for sure (laughs) so
1: probably not as much as in austin third
0: wave coffee shops
1: and speaking of austin we're pretty excited to get down there we'll be going in a few weeks and we're already sampling some food when i was down there looking at houses i was checking out the food scene since we love food And it just seems like a cool city. We're excited to get there. So if you have recommendations for us, hit us up. Uh, You can do that through any number of ways. But you should follow us on Instagram.
0: Yeah, we're most active on Instagram, at VernacularPod.
1: So yeah, check us out. We are less active on Twitter. Just because I think Instagram's better than Twitter.
0: It's yeah, and I think we might be canceling our Facebook page <laughs> soon just because we're really bad at keeping it really updated.
1: Bad. I'm, yeah. I'm never, I'm never on Facebook and Sally's never on Facebook. I don't know. Maybe we'll keep it up for now, but uh
0: I think you could just confuse people by just, seeing it and it seeing that we haven't updated out. in forever. Did this
1: podcast die or <laughs> it's been updated since twenty eleven? Yeah. yeah. Um no I mean it's yeah. Check out Instagram's our website though to too. It.
0: We've been updating that as well
1: vernacular podcast.com and also check us out on patreon if you're not familiar with patreon it's a platform that lets artists and designers and podcasters and entertainers uh set up a way to support their work so if you like what we're doing and you want to support us please consider doing that on patreon you can check that out at patreon.com slash vernacular
0: all right well let's go to the interview
1: Right, right, we're here with Carly Hubbard, who's the owner and manager of a little coffee shop called Rough Draft Coffee in the small town of Hillsdale, Michigan, we're going to talk to her more about this and all about Rough Draft and how it got started, but kind of a cool concept. Rough Draft is a coffee shop that serves baked goods as well and alcohol, so for those evenings where you want to hear some live music and get a cocktail, this is the kind of place for you. So Carly, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you so much for having me. So happy to be here. Um I don't know what I did to stumble into this honor, but pleased to be chatting with you guys.
1: We are super excited as well. I kind of just uh answered part of this question, but I'm sure you can answer it better than I just did. So tell us about Rough Draft. You're the you're the owner and manager who came up with the idea. So what kind of restaurant is it? What do you want it to be? How'd you come up with the concept for this sort of coffee cocktail bar place?
2: Oh huh, yeah. Um so that's a big question because um, a lot of thinking and angst and just uh, many days that felt like I didn't have a lot to show um, went into this. So um, I so Hillsdale, Michigan is a very tiny baby town um, in Michigan in mid the Midwest, which is pretty. Um, I mean, we all know that it's in the economic context that it is, the cultural context it is. Everyone jokes that like the Midwest is the last place in the U.S. to kind of catch on to anything. So really a rough draft is basically just copying all the cool places um, <laughs> that I found when I was visiting different cities. Um, and I just felt that why couldn't I help so have something where you could just get a great cup of coffee? Um, and I have several years of bartending experience and I just love beer a lot. And Michigan is uh, quite a, a hub for a lot of craft breweries. Um, and I just love making cocktails and mixology. And I find that to be really satisfying. Um, and basically I think that some days I'm pretty sure that this whole thing has been a ruse just because I love hosting things so much, so I've just tricked people um, to come and hang out with me and I can bestow them with, you need coffee and alcohol to host things. So um, basically this is a place that I really wanted as someone who lives in Hillsdale and went to school in Hillsdale and I thought that maybe some other people might like it as well. Um and I thought I'd give it a try. I love it. <laughs> yeah. How long have you guys been open? Not too long, is that right? Not too long. Yeah, uh we actually just celebrated our 2 month anniversary. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, <Congratulations. laughs> <Good> 2 month anniversary. <laughs> Big steps.
1: <laughs> I take your point though about just uh grabbing this idea from other places because we've we've seen them in London when we when we lived in England, we have seen them in Chicago. Um I think we saw him in New York last time we were there and it's kind of cool that you've taken that idea and imported it to Hillsdale. It's not the type of thing that I'd expect to see in a rural, (laughs) in a rural town, rural setting. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Exactly. And also, um, probably, uh, what I actually first started drinking coffee when I was overseas and like just extremely jet lagged and, we were traveling long days just because we wanted to explore as much as possible. And, uh, it w- I, I mean, I think uh, most shops there are, you know, serving up great espresso in the morning and can change over to to kind of a cool bar in the evening. So, this is nothing original. By no means can I claim any originality in this.
1: <laughs> but you probably can claim to be the first coffee shop in Hillsdale that has also served cocktails.
2: <gasps> yes! Yes! Actually, yeah, um, I hadn't thought of that before, but yep, we're the there only coffee place that you can also grab a beer or wine. You're still breaking new ground. Do you have uh, is there <laughs> is there
1: a time of day that has to pass before you serve alcohol, or if, if like if I walked in at eight in the morning, it was like I'll take an espresso
2: <laughs> and the and a merlot. Of... <laughs> I could give that to you. Yeah, I actually served a beer at like 8 a.m. the other day. And I was like, you know right. what? I respect this about you. Someone just finished um, their
1: finals. or like, I'm done.
2: They're like, I'm done with this day. And it hasn't started that much. Yeah, well, okay. So it's actually... Um, there is no time limit, so I can serve whenever, except for Hillsdale actually has a city law that I can't serve hard alcohol on Sundays, so we can only serve beer, wine, okay. and something like a mimosa on on Sundays. Gotcha. But actually, like it, it could be cool because there are a lot of third shifters in this town because there are several factories, um, and so they get they get done at seven in the morning, um, and you know if they want to grab a drink after work. <laughs> really wouldn't be, I guess, yeah. I'd kind a place I could do that. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. One man's
1: morning is another man's evening. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, I should crochet that and put that on a pillow. That's right. You should. <laughs> so you have two months <laughs> under your belt.
0: What is yeah. the hardest part about owning and managing your own restaurant, and what is the most rewarding part?
2: Um, you know, I think... I mean, all this is within the context that every day I just get to throw some great sprue, throw in the sprue, the espresso, and serving really good alcohol. And like one of my favorite, I think my favorite part is just like um, we do latte art. um, And I it, it was it was so busy as soon as we opened, and I was completely unprepared for that, and there was just long lines, and I just nothing about what I had was ready for that. But I um, gave, I handed out this drink to this girl and she just like, she looked down at the cup of, um, at her latte and was like, I've never had like a flower in my drink before. And that just (laughs) made me really excited um, because the Midwest is a place of extreme practicality. um, And I think that sometimes means that there is a lack of beauty for beauty's sake. Um, and so, like, those moments are just the highlight of my day and so inspiring, and they remind me of why I started it. And, you know, like, the hardest part I have been found finding about myself is that I um, I really hate to say no. I am definitely a people pleaser, and I also know it about myself that like when I talk to someone, I give them all my attention and empathy, just I have never been emotionally moderate in the least. So I think the hardest part for me is actually like being more moderate about that because everyone has an opinion, everyone has, um, you know, a a feedback or critique to offer and I just have to take it for what it's worth um, and also trust Myself and my vision at the end of the day. So I think that's kind of been something that I've been learning how to navigate.
1: That makes sense. Um, Can we take a brief segue and talk about latte art?
2: Yeah. (laughs) So good, always.
1: Okay, so I I I'm not a latte art person. I can't make latte art. I can actually barely make a latte. I actually tried frothing milk the other day to put it into <laughs> coffee that we made and make a latte, and it didn't really. sell <laughs> of this. It didn't really work out that well. But it's
2: it's all in the trying.
1: <laughs> right. So the efforts there. We um,
2: appreciate latte art. <laughs> That's I do, well, have to start so, from.
1: so I do appreciate latte art in the sense that it's something I can't do, and so I'm not poo pooing latte art, but. Is there more advanced latte art than just like flowers and ferns? Because all the latte or art I see, or hearts, yeah, I'm just like oh, it's latte art, but it's just another fern. Like I've seen this before. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, is there yeah.
2: Yeah, is yeah, there yeah. a next
1: level? Can Can you do like the Mona Lisa? I mean, I've heard of competitions,
2: <laughs> so they must compete for more than just. Uh, but There flowers. is uh, <laughs> definitely a next level. I'm just so. Um... This is a true confession. Don't tell anyone except for everyone. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> Maybe I not have. the best
1: place to make a true confession. I know, confession.
2: probably <laughs> not. I should have thought that before I said that. Um, but so I actually hadn't worked at a coffee shop before this. Um, wow. I hadn't made an espresso drink before wow. this adventure. That's pretty cool. But, you know, I just... If you're if you're smart and hardworking and you want to figure something out, you probably can. So first of all, keep at it with the latte art if it's something you want to figure out. <laughs> yes. Um and then I'm more of a fern slash flower person because I am a beginner. I've only had like sixty days of practice, so sure, I am sure. not even that good. And also like getting the really the art is in the foam. If you have good foam, um you can make a lot more things, but it's really it takes some skill to to get not that many bubbles to get that microphone bit. It's so tasty. Um, But we have uh, a guy who I got, I don't know how I tricked him into working here, but he's worked at like a famous coffee shop in Sacramento.
1: Whoa, cool. Wow. And
2: he can do rad art, and he's very good. And That's he awesome. can do like swans, a little more complicated. Nice. I
1: like it. Yeah. Doing the last supper in your coffee cup.
0: (laughs) So if we go to your Instagram account, can we see some of this rad latte art?
2: Oh, you know, we were, we've been uh, so busy serving it up that we really have not taken pictures of the really good ones, but we should start doing that. You should. You should start posting. That would be awesome. Yeah, for sure.
1: (laughs) Okay. Thanks for uh...
0: (laughs) the segue. Yeah. Thanks for the segue.
1: (laughs) So Sally talked to you about sort of the challenges you've had so far with Rough Draft. What do you see in the future? You said you've never done coffee before this. You're two months into this experiment. Is this something you think you want to do long-term? Is, is Rough Draft good, just going to stay its own coffee shop in Hillsdale, or do you want to franchise, expand? Is that <laughs> is that just too far ahead to even think about right now?
2: <laughs> yeah, I did not barely. I have yet to feel prepared for a day, and I hope that day comes eventually. Um, so definitely I'm keeping my head down and I'm just kind of trying to grind it out as of this moment. Um, but I, I started this not thinking very long-term. I started this as kind of, um, with, with an idea that I just really wanted to make the place that has so formed me and educated me and raised me. And I wanted to make it a more beautiful place than when I found it. Um, and that's, that's what I started with. But, um, and then I, I really didn't think beyond that. So I uh, love it more than I thought I was going to. And, um, it's been a blast. So I just, I don't know. Someone just told me that, um, uh, another small college town, not too far or like it, like an hour or two away um like had no good coffee shops for their students and I was like what why they should that is wrong (laughs) yeah and I and there's also like just getting everything started from like the plumbing to the electrical work to the um the setup and the layout I feel like I I did learn a lot but I wasn't ever able to like apply the knowledge that I gained. I just made a call and hope that it was right. And sometimes it was, and sometimes it wasn't. And it just was permanent. Like you can only do plumbing right, once right, after right. you cement over it. Um, so now I have all this knowledge about <laughs> actually how I would have preferred, um, to, to set things up and everything. So I don't know, maybe there, maybe I'll get to use it again. <laughs> um, but no, no plans right now. My plan is just to, like, not uh, have it burned down while I'm gone right now <laughs> this hour that I'm away That's a with. solid
1: goal. So- <laughs> respectable.
2: Thank you. I'm pretty proud of it.
0: <laughs> well, you should share some of that knowledge with us now because let's imagine I'm— I, I think what you're doing is incredible and super fun. And in another life, I would love to do something like that. But
1: maybe in a future in part a future of
0: this
2: life. life, there we go. So, what, what would I you like say
0: for someone like me, or just any of our listeners who are interested in doing something like what you're doing right now? What kind of advice would you give them? For or someone, someone like me to...
1: who needs to expand his <laughs> latte art? <capabilities.
0: laughs> we already had latte art suggestions here. So, <laughs> if you want to open your own coffee shop or coffee shop and mixed drinks shop what would you recommend
2: oh my gosh just do it and try it and if it doesn't work out you'll you'll figure something else out but at least you know at least you will have the satisfaction of trying to do something that you believe in and that you think is important and I don't know I used to think that adults knew what they were doing and now I'm coming to the slow Realization that everyone's just faking it till they make it, and you never know until you try. So, I would say go big or go home.
1: It's good advice. Yeah. I mean, as someone who's been an adult for several years, I can attest that I have no clue what I'm doing. Yeah,
2: <laughs> nobody knows. Uh, same with coffee shop owners. Same with, I mean, everyone's just faking it till they make it and if I could use more cliches I would because they're often true (laughs) Uh, but you just kind of figure it out as you go and I would say that I am almost always scared like I'm just constantly a little bit sweaty out of fear (laughs) like oh I'm not doing something that scares you and stretches you and challenges you um then maybe you should try something new and that puts you in that vulnerable position because I think that those are the moments that make you
1: This is exactly why I tried to make a latte at home the other day. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. You were just trying to be stretched. You were trying to stretch your limits. That's right. <laughs> right, uh, right. And like uh, Carly's are this... to
0: make this profound point and you just bring in uh, your I'm sorry. It's a good point, Carly.
1: <laughs> um okay, so on this point though, about you know, me making lattes at home. Uh, so in short of us starting a coffee shop next year, cause I don't think that's in the cards for us next year, maybe in the future, but not next yeah, year.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure.
1: Short of that happening, what can we do now to make good coffee and cocktails at home?
2: Oh, um, I would say just start and see what you like and what you don't like and get a cool book about it. Um, I got started on this little book called The Drunken Botanist, because I'm actually, I studied biology in school, it's pre-med. It's I'm familiar with this book, rest- actually.
1: I've heard about this book, and I've heard it's awesome.
2: Yeah, it's just a delight. Um, so you should just do something that delights you and see what what uh, you enjoy and and go from there. You know, try different coffees. I mean, there's so much great coffee now. Um, what a time to be alive. Like Coffee has changed so much, and, and now um, it's so easily accessible.
0: So do you think someone at home should have a certain kind of coffee maker or a certain type of beans? There's just so many options, and even in terms of how you make your coffee, that it's almost paralyzing. Do I get a Chemex? <laughs> do I get a coffee maker? Do I get a French press?
1: Do I get a Keurig or an espresso? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. Some people... Um, are very intense about their coffee and some coffee shops are very intense about their coffee and I am trying to walk the line of like caring and artfulness and like a little bit too extreme and like it is just a cup of coffee so we can't get too nervous about it um I love I have literally the cheapest coffee maker that I could I got it from a garage sale and I still use it and I love it. Love drip coffee. Um, I have a mocha pot, which is a stovetop espresso maker, which was $8, brand new. So, like, I don't think it takes um, takes too much to start with if you want. You can take it to the extremes if you want to, but that also takes a lot of effort and money. Yeah, money, so yeah. People unnecessary.
0: <laughs> Fair <Yeah>. enough. <laughs> so, what is your favorite coffee right now?
2: So we have uh, a single origin uh, from Papua New Guinea from a roastery that they mixed with uh, a coffee from Ethiopia uh, a, from a farm that um, is owned and operated by women, uh, which is very rare in Africa and South and Central America. So I'm pretty, sure, pretty excited about that. So they combine these two of my favorite coffees and put them into a blend which they then worked with a record label in ann arbor to like design and market and brand oh, that's, and cool. that's so yeah cool. it's just it's like a little too cool i never feel <laughs> cool enough for them um but that's probably the one i'm into most right now but also so i make all the uh, simple syrups for all the lattes and we just have four flavors um, and one of them is bourbon vanilla. Oh, I my can, I can't oh my get goodness. Oh my goodness. I cannot get enough of it.
0: That sounds amazing. So I can get a bourbon vanilla latte. Yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm there tomorrow. 8 a.m. <laughs> okay. with my Merlot.
0: <laughs> okay. And now good. what is your favorite cocktail right now?
2: Oh, my favorite cocktail. Um, well, I am a bourbon fan. So that's my favorite. Um, and I were serving up a peach and mint and bourbon drink and I made the simple syrup with peaches and mint, um, and with two ounces of bourbon and a little bit of that syrup and just like a, just topped with club soda and a mint sprig. It's just very refreshing and delightful. And I drink it a lot when I'm closing up, sleeping away,
1: (laughs)
0: Yeah, that sounds awesome. You are totally
2: speaking Zach's language right now.
1: I'm a bourbon fan as well. It's my favorite. So this sounds amazing. I'll be getting that with my coffee. I'm sorry
2: that it's been so bourbon themed. There are other things that we have that don't have bourbon. There's nothing wrong wrong with that. Yeah. I love it.
1: Okay. Well, we want to end this interview with a lightning round. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with Bon Appetit magazine. Uh, if you are, I'm not sure if you're also familiar with their Bon Appetite Foodcast, which is a podcast run by their editor.
2: Sounds but amazing. It's great. At the I don't know of, it, but it's I love great. Bon Appetit.
1: Yes. At the end of each of, each episode of the podcast, they do a lightning round where uh, Adam, who's their host, interviews their guests and asks them a series of quick questions. And it's called a lightning round because you're supposed to answer quickly. Okay. And so these will be posed as either or questions.
2: Okay. And you just have to tell us,
1: like, <laughs> go with your gut. What are you thinking?
2: Okay. Does that make Um, sense? Yes. Yeah. Pumped about it. Here
0: we go. And in honor of the Bon Appetit Foodcast, we always ask the last question first, and that is butter or olive oil? Olive oil.
1: All right. Blonde or dark roast?
0: Blonde. Black or with cream?
2: (gasps) Black.
1: Iced or hot?
0: Hot. Drip or espresso? Ah! Espresso! (laughs) (laughs) And we know a little bit about Michigan. We know that they have Big Bees, and so Starbucks or Big Bees? Ugh.
2: Ugh. Uh, I'll twist my arm. Starbucks, probably, (laughs) if I had to.
1: (laughs) All right. uh, Moving to cocktails. Uh, Yeah. We were going to ask you bourbon or scotch, but you kind of already answered that for us. So... (laughs) Um, let's go vodka or gin.
2: Gin, definitely. Vodka's the worst.
1: Lemons or limes?
2: <gasps> limes!
0: All right. And then on the food note, savory or sweet?
2: Ooh, uh, savory. Mm.
0: And we know on your Instagram account that you offer kind of like a meat and cheese plate.
2: Yeah. Which
0: we absolutely love. Pepperoni or salami?
2: <gasps> Pepperoni.
0: Gouda or cheddar?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm getting nervous about all. Of this. <laughs> Just a couple more. Ice cream or gelato. Gelato. And I'm just Ben & Jerry's because I just can't ever eat enough Ben & Jerry's. Love I've Ben & Jerry's, a, yes, our favorite flavor a,
1: is the Tonight Dough from Ben Yeah, and
2: Jerry's. if you oh, haven't had it, you need to so get good. it. It's so I good. keep trying to try other flavors, but I just keep going back to half-baked. I've eaten a oh, lot yeah. of half-pints oh, I mean, like, of half-baked. Like, <laughs> that is a good decision. eating ice cream. <laughs> it's apart. the
1: only way to eat
2: Ben & Jerry's. <laughs> by the pints. Only by the pints. Exactly. <laughs> there isn't another <laughs> It all has to be done within the city. It's actually a rule. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty
1: sure that is a rule. I
2: think it says that on the back.
1: (laughs) Okay, final question here. I'm not sure if you're a sports fan at all, but Red Wings or Tigers?
2: Oh, I've recently been, like, really into hockey. I think it's amazing. I would say Red Wings.
1: Oh, bad answer nice. but uh it's acceptable amazing. you have
2: to play defense and offense all the same and it's so graceful like baseball is kind of like the lazy man sport Whoa. which is fine Whoa. No, no, no. Ooh, be careful <laughs> there's a lot of standing i'm not saying that it's not great but I mean, there's only spurts of hustle. I gotta give it to the <laughs> hockey players.
0: Fair okay, I actually do have one more question. Since we know that you used to live in California, and now live in the Midwest, the Midwest or the West Coast?
2: <gasps> oh, whoa. Oh, there's so many emotions tied up in each place. Is this like future is this like for the future or for you're taking way
1: too long on this car this is <laughs> this is, this is, this how do you is feel gut right instinct lightning with your
2: gut. <laughs> this is literally how every decision at the coffee shop just makes is fine. midwest
0: all right West, West, West. nice West. cool <laughs> Well, Carly, this has been so much fun. Thanks so much for coming on our show and telling us about Rough Draft and sharing your vision and your energy. We really appreciate it. And
1: for those of our listeners who want to check out Rough Draft, you can go on Instagram at roughdraftcoffee, also facebook.com slash roughdraftcoffee. And according to Carly, the website is forthcoming, and you should be seeing that soon. But in the meantime, check out Facebook and Instagram and follow them I'm going
0: to be looking for that latte art, too, the red latte
2: art. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Well, guys, thank you so much for having me. Um, it's been a delight chatting with you and just thank you for being interested. <laughs> it's so flattering and humbling. i um, really grateful.
1: All right, that's a wrap on another episode of Vernacular Podcast. As I mentioned at the beginning, please check out our Patreon page at patreoncom vernacular
0: Also, check us out on Instagram at Vernacular Pod and Twitter at Vernacular Pod, and we can email us at Zach and Sally at vernacularpodcast.com.
1: And the thing we love the most about this, apart from interviewing our very interesting guests, is hearing from our very interesting listeners. So, if you do you have any thoughts on what we've discussed in this episode or any previous episode, please do reach out. You just want to say hi. Through email or social media and let us know.
0: And tell us about Austin if you have great recommendations.
1: Oh, we would always love to hear about that too. And please rate us in your favorite podcast app. And I think that's it, right? I think so. All right. For the vernacular Podcast, I'm Zach. And I'm Sally. Have a great week. Hi. I'm by your side